If you've been listening to me on this podcast, you are such a gem. I so appreciate you. And you probably remember hearing me say I'm not the best with change. Or at least I could say I definitely have had to work on my mindset around change, especially big changes in life. And truly, aren't the biggest teachers of how to more effectively deal with change the changes or big events themselves? Ugh, they can really teach us so much. I talked about adjusting to change a bit in episode 13 when I shared my story of our move and how I struggled and, oh my gosh, what things helped me in that time of my life. There are definitely some important lessons I shared in that episode that are helpful when dealing with big changes in your life. But in this episode, we are going to focus on the positive elements, the positive things that can result from going through big changes and how we can flourish as a result from changes. Let's have some fun with this one. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. I love it when I meet people who find change exciting, who embrace it and love the results it can bring. Maybe it's because that's really not how I am, even though I would like to be. Many times, these people are also really good at spontaneity. Do you know anyone like this? Oh my gosh, I remember this story. One of my best friends was newly married and they had their baby about a year later. And then her and her husband, they were talking and he really wanted to spend some time in Vanuatu, which is all the way in the South Pacific Ocean. Meanwhile, they lived in the Midwest. So he wanted to go live there and help others. And he's a doctor. I mean, really, like they just had a baby. But guess what? They moved there. And they lived there for over a year doing all kinds of things with a young baby. Okay, for me, I just remember thinking how sleep deprived I was in those early years and yearning for some normalcy. And sometimes I feel like that, that time when they were really little, it was just a little bit of a blur. But my friend, she was fine. She was fine with that spontaneity thing, living in a faraway country with a baby on her hip. Oh my gosh. I just love her outlook on change and going with the flow, whatever big events come her way. I think many people fear change because of the negative effects it can bring. And while I think that can be true, that oftentimes change can have negative effects, what if we tried to look at it differently? What if we tried to look at all the good change can bring? Anticipate the positive things that will happen. What might happen as a result of this change? What things could we look forward to? What is something new that now could happen as a result of a change? First, let's go over some strategies we can use to just cope with change. I talk about some of them in episode 13, but let's list a few others as I want to make sure we all know a few techniques to incorporate in our lives to cope and adjust to change, even though this episode is more about flourishing as a result of change. Some of the best strategies to help cope with change are, number one, stick to your routines. Routine has been proven to reduce stress levels. I love routine. <laughs> so keeping to more of your routines consistently really help 
if there's more stress in your life as a result of a big life change or event. Keep that routine you have of walking every evening after dinner or taking that 45 minutes you need for exercise or stretching or just for that me time, things like that. Number two, give yourself some grace. Allow yourself a little time to settle into this new normal as a result of this change. Don't let too high of expectations from yourself or others get in the way for you to take the time you need to work through all of those emotions and things that come from this particular change. So for example, with every change, different people go through things differently and everyone's processing time is different. So don't have someone else's idea of what they think you should do or how they think you should be. Don't let that be your definition of what is. You do you and do what you need to do to cope and adjust. Number three, get some support. Whether that be family or friends, allow yourself to be vulnerable to a few people who you trust so you can lean on them in times where you feel down or stuck in the time of big changes. I really wanted to touch on these three things. I think these are some important ways that are very effective for coping with change and learning how to adjust to change in your life. But let's move forward to the juicy part. How could we see change as positive or have fun with it? Oh my gosh, I need this as much as anyone. So what possibilities can we see? Or what can we get excited about? Hang on, I want to add a quick story in here and example. The other day I was talking to my girlfriend and telling her I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to talk about this week on the podcast. And I'm sure it's bad that I don't record tons of episodes in batches, but many times it's just what's on my heart or what I feel so strongly about or things that I've learned and things that have helped me. And I like to share those things. So I just let the ideas flow. So she said, why don't you share about something you're going through right now or something like navigating big changes because... She knows I'll be going through another big change again next fall. (laughs) My gosh, our youngest will be going off to college next fall, and we're going to have to go through that all over again. And we will be empty nesters. (laughs) Holy bananas. I have no words. So these are really important strategies, no matter what. Big changes are always coming in our lives. And I think the key is trying to anticipate more of these changes and really what do you wanna see happen as a result? I've also asked a few friends who have gone through this and other changes and asked how they've dealt with the the bigger changes and events in their life and what has happened as a result. So I'll be sharing those later in the episode. Okay. To kick things off, I want to talk about some of the powerful benefits of change, just to remind ourselves of them and why we could really flourish as a result of change. So number one, one of the biggest benefits is that we grow as a person. We grow and you learn every time you go through a big change. I really love this one. Number two, you build resilience. And then you know, you just know you can get up from something that knocks you down. Or you get stronger when you face new challenges as a result of change. A third benefit is you can be more adaptable. You see things that are different and then you allow yourself to be more flexible to go with this new way of life or whatever the change is. Number four, you get clarity. Oh, and so many things. It might be the clarity of your strengths or your weaknesses or what motivates you or how far you've come. Seriously, I I keep thinking like this in and of itself could be an entire episode. All the benefits. I just want to add one more. Number five, it can provide us with so many new adventures or opportunities 
and we could truly have fun as a result. I'm sure I could keep going on this, but let's move on to a few ways to get us moving with this idea. How can I not just cope with change, but flourish? The first thing we need to do is start to see change as an opportunity. Yes, we have heard this before, but doing something about it is entirely different. Would you agree with that? This takes practice and a lot of reframing in our minds, and the timing of this will be different depending what the change is. As we've all been through tough times, some of these changes will produce some strong emotions and sometimes negative ones. I've been there for sure. There's no time frame on the emotions part. We still need to process them as we do and however we do that. But this strategy is going to be more effective as you see the changes coming ahead of you. For example, if I look at this big change coming down the road for me, our youngest daughter will be going off to college. I know it's going to be really hard. I have been through one daughter leaving for college and boy, that was tough. It it actually was harder than I anticipated. Even though you look like "Mm, I'm prepared, I I could do this, it still could knock you down. So that took a few months to get over that. And it was more for me about like how that 18 years just goes so fast and it's over like poof. (laughs) But as time went on, it got better and I adjusted to this new normal. To continue this example, I should look at it like this. What positive things could I focus on? What should I anticipate to happen? What do I want to make happen? What silver linings will be there as a result of this change? Let's take one more example if you can't relate to that one. What if it's that you got a new promotion and you were so excited, but you had to move to another state or you had to travel a lot more? But maybe you can see this as an adventure. What cool new things would you experience in your new state or if you had to travel more? How exciting could that be if you allowed yourself to see it that way, right? I know it's easier said than done, But this is the work. It's the reframing and the rethinking about change. Going through changes and events that challenge us only allows us to grow, learn, and evolve. So if we start anticipating it, if we start to think about it more in a positive way instead of drudgery or in a fearful way, that in itself can be the first really effective step in flourishing after change. Moving on to number two. Allow change to breathe new life into your routines and habits. You know how you see a small little pond or a big puddle of water and it could be kind of gross? It could be brown and yucky. Definitely not fresh water if it's been there for a while. But then let's think of something else. Let's think of a beautiful, clean, rapid flowing river. Ah, isn't it beautiful? It's so clear. You know, my husband and I were currently watching Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. I don't know if you've heard of it or if you've seen it. It's a good show. I won't get into it, but it's set in Montana and it's just beautiful. As they show different clips, the scenery is just stunning. And they have shown like the river there many times. And then they have, you know, people fly fishing in there in the show and such. But this rushing river, it's so clear and it's so beautiful. Stay with me here. It's a point here. (laughs) The water is clean because it's moving. It's flowing. It's got energy. It's not stagnant. It's not just sitting there like that gross little puddle. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we need to do. We need to keep moving. We need to just keep changing so we don't become stagnant as well. Our routines and habits, oh my gosh, they can get so old. Trust me, I'm a routine girl. I do love it. But I'm sure if I switched it up some, even some small routines, 
It would add more fun to my own life and give me new perspective on things. You know, sometimes when I walk bare, lately our golden retriever in in our new area, it's a shorter walk. So I walk him twice a day now because before it used to be a longer walk. So now I'm like, he needs more exercise. But lately, I feel like he just wants to lay down. Now, that could be because he's hot. I'll give him that. I'll give him a little bit of grace as we talk about. (laughs) Or he could be a bit lazy. Mm -hmm. Or could he be bored? Because I'm in this little routine that we have of the same walk. So I thought if I took him on different walks, more like I used to do before my back surgery, I'm sure we'd both have more fun. We'd see different things. (laughs) I could appreciate different things. All of that. I really have to start doing that. But this is just a small example of how, you know, we could breathe new life into our routines and habits. The last one, because I really want to get to the point where I share from other friends that I've asked about change. We'll get to that in a second. But number three, this is your time. This is your time to do something for you. Allow change to be the impetus for you to do something that you need or want to do. Mm, I love this one. (laughs) So no matter what the change is, I believe this is applicable. I want to talk about a couple examples just to show that. For me, in this example we've been talking about in the episode, I need to see that this time when we have both girls gone and we're empty nesters, I need to see that this is a wonderful time in life. I'll have different dynamics in the house. Yep, I'll have less laundry, less food to buy. (laughs) That's kind of fun, right? But maybe there's something I've been wanting to do. Maybe I want to take a class or I've been wanting to learn a new skill. I can plan on that and I can get excited about it. Or maybe it's that my husband and I can sneak in a few extra date nights since we won't have volleyball games, tournaments, school, that kind of thing. I need to see all the possibilities and plan something for me and plan something for us as a couple and get really excited about those things. Another example, totally different. What if you had a change that was negative? And first, of course, we have to process those emotions that go along with that event. But at some point, at some point when you're ready, how could you see it differently? And then could there be any part in there you could start to feel excited about? I guess I don't really like to give a really sad example, but say you lost your job. After the feelings and time passed, maybe, just maybe, it was the best thing for you because it allowed you to see that it wasn't the best job for you. Or maybe it showed you how resilient and strong you were because you kept pushing and pushing and you got an even better job and it was a better fit for you. It allowed you to think, okay, now what do I want to do? What about this last example? You had a health scare and your doctor told you, you can't drink any alcohol again, none, not a drop. (laughs) Okay, maybe some of you out there are like, what? (laughs) But let's keep going with this example. Your liver numbers were very, very bad on the labs and you could be in serious trouble if you don't stop drinking. So you do. And say that was a big, really hard change for you. You went through that initial struggle and then maybe a little bit more struggle. And then you started to think, hmm, maybe I'll start to lose weight. Maybe I'll start working out too. Time went on and you did lose weight and you felt so much better. You had more energy and then that spiraled into all the other good things. You wanted to do more activities. You got in better shape. You were happier. You embraced that big change and took full advantage of the opportunity to make it work positively for you. I love it. 
Okay, so I asked a few friends about how they view change and what they experience in their lives after a big event or big changes, and I loved hearing from others on this topic. One friend said, It was a few years after her kids were off to college and after a big divorce when she began to connect back to some of her passions. She loves to craft and bake and she loves gardening. She said she really embraced the time so then she could start spending time on learning new things and doing some of the things that she loved because before she never had that time. I wish I would have just had them share in a, in a microphone so you could hear their voices and their experiences. But anyway, another friend of mine said she's been an empty nester for a few years now and she said she enjoyed the time with her husband. They really dove into just doing more things together, more spontaneous trips, and they're really active. So she embraced this change in life by sharing more time with her husband. And as a result, they have grown closer in their marriage. One friend actually lost her job. She had a great job and she said that she was just crushed when they let her go. It took her almost a year to find another job. But during the process of looking, she said she she really looked at it as an opportunity to find a job that could allow her to be at home more and travel less. And also, which I thought was really neat, she said, looking back, she saw how resilient she really was or is. She felt that she was really strong and that she was able to have more balance with work and family life. I thought that was a really great story. One more. A friend I spoke to said that the change of having both her kids go off to college one after the other was hard, but she dove into her health and fitness even more. She said it helped her when she was feeling down sometimes about it, and she just said as a result, she was able to get more fit, she felt better all around, and she said the extra time she was able to spend working on herself in the gym and working on exercise was so beneficial not only to her fitness level, but to her mental health as well. So there you have it. Maybe you're already good with change and you could teach a whole class on it. (laughs) I need to take your class. (laughs) But if you're not as good with it, I hope this was a different way to see it or helped you start to think about change differently and know that you can flourish in so many ways as a result of change. My quick recap would be just to go over the three main ways we talked about on how to shift into seeing change, not just to cope with it, but to flourish as a result from it. And I know we talked a lot about the benefits of change too. So just remember, number one, start seeing change as an opportunity. Number two, allow change to breathe new life into your routines and habits. And number three, my favorite, think about it as this is your time your time to do something different for you and allow that change to be the impetus for you to do something you need or want to do. Remember, change, if we see it as something good instead of something to just cope with, seeing it as something to embrace and an opportunity and all of that, it will give us so much more and positively affect us in ways we can't even imagine. I read a quote and it didn't have the author's name on it, but I really liked it. And it went like this. Don't be afraid of change. You might lose something good, but gain something better. 
Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.